Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Templeton Elliott, and I'm joined this week by Mike Munzenreiter and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite to talk about Polar's new video. Sounds like you guys are crushing it. There's a lot to get into here, so we're devoting the whole show to it. Mike, you and I both hold Polar's previous video, we blew it at some point, in very high regard. How does the new one rate compared to that? That's a tough question because I think we blew it at some point. It was really, really fresh when I first saw it. Um, I'm going to say, sounds like you guys are crushing it, is like an awesome kind of continuation of the form and like the vibe of We Blew It at some point, which is to say it's a very good video. Not sure if I can rate it as highly as the other one, but like like I said, We Blew It at some point was super fresh and I, I looked this up just as we were about to record the previous, previous Polar video. I like it here inside my mind. Don't wake me this time. I think I watched it one time. I found it kind of overwrought, like with the shoes and the smiley faces on the shoes and like like film footage of meadows and shit. So I really feel like the whole polar video rounded into a form that I really appreciate with We Blew It at some point. All that said, like the new video is amazing. And um, like the first six minutes, I mean, that opening montage kicks ass basically to, to just be as straightforward as possible i mean jason uh, you're, you're you were not grouped with me in templeton in high holding the previous video in high regard like what did you think of this thing yeah i kind of skimmed through it was that one i mean we blew it at some point was that one just like a mishmash like one big edit with no parts kind of had parts kinda similar had parts. to this maybe a little looser yeah yeah i think so this this one um I kind of like the structure it had where it had the parts with, with the names. Great. Awesome. And then it had like the city sections in between, like there was the LA part. There was like a New York part. Um, There's Portland part. Portland. Yes. Can't. Yes. We got, we got a Portland local. We're going to be interrogating you about the Portland scene in a little bit. You know, Pontus, he really has a vision in his head when he when it comes to making a video with like the the color palette and the music and everything like the sky's gray sky's got to be gray the ledges are gray everything's like fucking gray and the pants are flowing like the pants are flowing like sails of a pirate ship uh on on the horizon and the music is skate rock i guess i actually took a look back at i like it here inside my mind also and i know that he did a shitload of that I'm going to call it legacy music supervision when he, you know, he takes a song from an old skate video, usually like early nineties or late eighties and throws it in there. I'm not sure if this is cheating or not. Cause in a way, like when you hear it, like for example, when I went to the premiere and I heard like that, um, whose song, Jimmy Platt song, the isolator, you get that shot of nostalgia, like, Oh, uh, like, Oh shit. This is a song from, um, Mike Ternaski, not Ternaski. Um, Tony Magnuson like actually used it twice. He used it in not the new A Street, so I guess that was Mike T. And then he used it in Crystal Livingston's part in Next. So I'm not sure if it's cheating or not, but like I I fuck with it either way. Like it like it's sick. It's kind of his thing at this point, you know. Yeah, it is something that we kind of can expect from Pontus. Like, what's he gonna allude to in this one? Which I th- I think it's cool that he has like some signature moves. Yeah, I don't think it's cheating, though. Like, I, I mean, it's just, you know, he's straight up about it, especially in 
this most recent one in the credits where it is, you know, paying homage to this, or, you know, I, I forget the exact way it's phrased, but the, the video part and the video name are in there. Oh, yeah. And so he's, it's, it's pure, you know, it's, it's uh, transparent in what he's trying to do. And I mean, a lot of those H Street video, all those H Street videos, very remote to me. I'm just like a couple of years younger than you guys at 40. And that's, I, I can't hang with that. Like the first old video I can hang with is questionable and shit. I was watching Ryan Fabry last weekend with some guys and it's like, dude, like Fabry's part in there is, is the absolute limit of what I can vibe with in old skate terms. But those songs from the old age street videos and even in questionable, like there's some of the same kind of like nineties, almost like you're hearing it in a cave rock. I don't know how well that, that metaphor will play, but that is skate rock. Like that's a sound, a bit of audio language, as stupid as that sound that like makes sense with skateboarding. And that opening montage, I think, used a song from a Gullwing video, and it, it was awesome. Well, the opening montage, I think, paid homage to the opening montage in City Stars, or um, Street Cinema. Oh, yeah, they, they used, well, it was like two, two parts, we should say. Because there was like kind of like a team montage, like Malmo, or there was like the opening section with Bosario, and then they got into a montage after that. I guess that's what I'm referring to, the right, second yeah. part. Yeah, the the very first song with, yeah, very familiar uh, riff on uh, the Alan Parsons Project song. So I feel did they did they also use that as like the opening? Was it the Chicago Bulls like it intro was, music yeah. from the nineties? Yeah. So I feel like that that was just a plan. Like here comes some fucking epic shit. Like I, yeah, I don't that, think Pontus was, was actually uh, referencing <laughs> street cinema, but. He's a big he's he's a big Mikey. Never mind. Cut that. <laughs> hey Hey Yeah, he also they also brought it in at the end. So I it's kinda cool how he like bookended the video with like that song and the Nick Rosario trick. Like the uh the first attempts and then the make, you know. Yeah, yeah he's about as conscientious of a video maker as, as you get. Someone was pointing out kind of forlorn language on like a instagram story or something or on like a mug he made i don't know like the dude the dude pours pours himself into these projects i appreciate it you know it's a great fucking video and nobody's making videos like this so i'm i'm like so grateful to pontus for doing this for us i mean it's for his brand i'm sure it's gonna result in more sales but it it's uh yeah it's like the perfect marrying of art and commerce i think yeah nobody's making better videos yeah, just like the little things with the editing, like the way this is one thing you know at the premiere. By the way, um, shout out Venue Skateboards for putting on a really cool premiere at our local DIY Texas Beach. They got like a little projector, a little screen, and uh, yeah, it was a nice fall night. Watching yeah, a little shout video. Out, shout out to everybody who put on a premiere, and also oh um, for sure, yeah. I'm so impressed that the the link didn't get leaked. You know, there are a lot of well, hands touched I, that link, but didn't get out yeah word is that the little bird told me that the file was 60 gigabytes or something so maybe they did that to deter pirating i don't know damn it's not that hard to compress something you know like yeah i mean maybe polar digital security team is just like (laughs) that that more more, further ahead of every the uh companies the it department over in uh, portugal yeah or whatever (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it, but, it also no. could just be a respect thing, you know, like people oh, yeah, just yeah, respect yeah, the sure. vision and aren't, aren't 
aren't going to fuck it up. Well, it is the kind of like the lamest, one of the lamest strains of like clout chasing. It's just, I'm going to leak this. And then by the time reaches some jerks like us, like we don't know who originated it. Yeah. Always appreciated when people send the link though. So keep them coming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But anyway, like I was saying, just the little things, like when I was watching premiere, <laughs> I noticed like when Yalte did a 360 flip, like it landed on beat, just shit like that. And then um, like in, how do you say his name? V? Villy? V-A? Ville? Ville Vester. Ville? Ville Vester? That's how I say Vester. it. His part, like when the guitar solo kicked in, like it shifted to a different spot and like with like the really quick hitting, you know, the tricks and shit like that, that was... That was pretty aggro, I think. I mean, that's like skate rock, you know. That's that's just like a pure uh, skate rock tactic. So just a little shit like that that I noticed. You know, everything kind of comes together in that way. Pretty tight. Yeah, very tight. So who stood out to you, uh, Mike? I mean, Emil Laurent. I think Kyle Beachy said on Twitter a little while ago, like he's gonna be the guy who's like sneakily way better than he was the last time we saw him, and he really legitimately was like. I don't know. Have you have you ever skated with him, Templeton? I've never skated with him. I saw him skating down the street once while I was driving. That's, that's my only Emil sighting. Okay, yeah. He he's like I don't know, unique unique body size and shape for the stuff he's doing, and it just doesn't look like anything should actually work, and then it does, and it's better than it should be, and like just a ridiculous skater. Front nose, or then halty yalty backflips into the water, like. That was fantastic. I don't know. It it is the other details and just the way that they document what's happening. Like the in betweens are super fun, and like the, the the cheering, the team support in that again opening slash second montage section is just really great. Like yeah, I I agree. The details both in the editing and then what is captured is really like second to none. But yeah, I think Emil stood out the most for me. What about you guys? I think. Because this, like, y'all tell you, you know what you're going to get, pretty much, you know, like, just technical, like, uh, precision. I think uh, Vester's part, because I'd never seen anything from him before. Maybe I'd seen him in some, like, Euro Nike edit or something. But, yeah, I think he's from Christiana or something. He's Razor, which is crazy. Like, I think that's, some like, a hippie commune or something. Like, it's cool that he always wears black, uh, the Tampa kit. That's a good look. Little 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 crust punk vibe with the uh, the patches on the pants and whatnot, and the the bleached big boys. But yeah, he just like r- rips ass, dude. Yeah, he's a good follow on Instagram. I, I recommend it. The way he was doing the the frontside half cab flips and frontside flips, I had him pegged as Dark Muska. <laughs> dark Muska. Dark like like the uh, the Wario version of Muska. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Waluigi. Apparently, Muska exactly. Waluigi. Who is your standout, Templeton? I think Emil for sure. I mean, the dude is a fucking star and with the you know local interests that makes it even more interesting. I really like Roman Gonzalez. I feel like he mm. he's like a silent killer, you know. He's not not the guy with the big personality or anything like that. Like he seems like a really chill dude, but always ripping doing cool shit like just looks real clean with the like like turtleneck steez and yeah all the tricks look great the like a lot of his shit was filmed from ahead which i always think is a really cool way to film skating so yep. just yeah cranked his stuff up more 
Yeah, um, same. Um, real quick, just Roman Gonzalez. He, he was definitely the most Eurotech guy on the team with all the shit he did on that. The, the famous curved ledge in Paris. The, uh, I guess, you know, the most famous spot in the world now. It seemed like, <laughs> but he would also do some shit like, you know, what that his ender, like that wall ride to drop lip slide, drop down. You know what I mean? He has some kind of like creative quote unquote shit as well. So yeah, definitely a pretty unique type of guy with, yeah, like the turtleneck and everything that it was a whole vibe on, on that trick. You just referenced the front side wall ride to lip slide. His reaction after that dude, you know, comes down to celebrate. <laughs> he gives him the hug and he's just kind of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. one of the better facial reactions to a skateboard trick I've seen in a while. Yeah, he's a chill dude. He's like the, the kind of skater that I would probably want to hang out with. Yeah, I, I feel like Emil is the kind of skater I would not want to hang out with, even though Emil I think would he's be a fucking superstar. But. There's there's some stressful dudes on this team. Don't get me wrong. Like. I think I could hang with Emil at least for a little bit longer than, say, Nick Bosario or Paul Grude. Did I just say his name right? Grund. Grund. Sorry, I had it written down. For I have his name. Like, You ever get someone's name wrong and then you just can't get it right? Totally. He's in that zone. But yeah, those dudes had like some stressful parts. I, the two I just previously name-checked. Like what, intense dudes and then the songs are intense. What was stressful about uh, Paul Grund's part? I don't know, man. He just seems like he's going to, like, obliterate at any given moment. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to Yeah, like, it. he just, just his facial expressions and shit, like, super aggro. Yeah. Vein, veins popping out and shit. Well, he's I, pretty I much like the, aggressive skating. But go he's ahead, the man. opposite of Roman. Yeah. Which yeah. is good. We need a little bit more yin and yang in skateboarding nowadays. Yeah, that, um, that Emil kid, when I... At the premiere, like I was kind of far away, so I kind of couldn't tell who was who. But when I just watched it tonight, I was like, "Dude, that guy has like a shit ton of footage in this video." Yeah, I mean that the big hubba nose slide where he hangs on and then somehow three sixty boneless is a set of yeah. Players. Although the three sixty boneless, there's no reason for that. That 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 shouldn't have been in there. I mean, <laughs> I think it, that was just like the escape plan, you know? Like the, the set of <laughs> stairs was there and he had to get down it somehow. Yeah, and there wasn't enough yeah, speed for an ollie, yeah. so. Yeah, throw that foot that. down. Well, and like that, that there's no reason that should be able to happen. And he also had that like double set ollie where he's going, I don't know, 15 times faster than he needs to be going, flings a front side flip and makes that. And yeah. Yeah, I feel like that one might be number one on this week's quarter snacks top 10. I think I, I, I put it on Twitter, but one of my favorite clips in there was uh, that clip from Shin where he, it's like some big sculpture round rock and he pumps up three things and does a hip ollie backside grab lands on a little bit of a bank but then like it drops but it looks like he just lands on a flat bank that goes down all the way to the ground like that dude has some magical flow that i wish he, he if, if there was one straight up thing that you could call disappointing about the video is that there wasn't enough shin footage in there yeah i felt the lack of shin as well i, I feel like maybe he was maybe like spread too thin like i know you had that adidas part recently so maybe he just devoted his time to other projects and knew yeah. that there was like you know the team behind him at polar could pick up his slack yeah shin's definitely a magician he's pretty much one of the only transition or streets because he mainly focuses on like what you could call street transition you know he's one of the only street transition or transition dudes that's actually in interesting to watch so I definitely fuck with his footage whenever it comes out. 
who else uh, was absent? Or, uh, there were a few a few notable folks missing. Andrew Wilson, Ryan Evans, Ben Lowry, and David Stenstrom. I, I couldn't find. He's in the in the credits, but I, he's not one that stands out enough for me to recognize him. He's like Oski. He's one of the park dudes. Right, right. Yeah, Ben La- I was actually looking forward to some Ben Lowry footage or a Ben Lowry part because that guy is, you know, one of the best young guns out there. Yeah, Slam Sodi anyway. for like yeah, Slam, 2020, Slam 2021 for sure. or something. So, yeah, so who knows what the deal with that is, but hopefully we'll come out with some more shit. Soon yeah, I was, I was like, Nick needs a buddy down under, you know? He needs a little buddy down there. I'm pretty sure Andrew Wilson is off. I think he ran into the the polar machine, so to speak, where uh, strong visions can come into conflict. I read some interview somewhere. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely looked like he was supposed to be in that New York section. He he was, like, his vision he, he was, was there, but his skating no wasn't. Speaking, speaking of... Oh, you said because we yeah, were going to no, say the spe- same thing. Speaking of New York footage, don't forget about Aaron Harrington's part because it kind of gets lost in the middle with all this shit going on. Like, there's a lot of action at the beginning. You got Wester's part at the end. But, yeah, don't forget, don't forget about Aaron Harrington's part. Like, he uh, definitely rips. For sure. Shout out him for, like, um, you know, I've heard, watched some interview with him about, like, whatever, addiction, substance use, whatever. And he's, like, all sober now and shit. So, shout out that guy. I, I'm always interested to read or watch interviews with people about that type of shit. So, yeah, if you're into, like, the raw New York, like, bump to bar type shit. That's definitely his lane. Yeah, the bump to bar to like scrap of metal grind was very <laughs> sick. Yeah. So I had a different thing to say about the New York section, which uh, I don't know. We already talked about a meal, but the cab backside nose grind he did at Pyramid Ledges. I know Quarter Snacks just tweeted it out. You can't do a trick better than that. And I tend to agree. Like that was ridiculous, which again, just kind of like underscores the fact that that dude progressed a lot from the last polar video to this one because i don't even think he touched like his nose while in nose grind and just hauled ass at it big video for the return of the cab backside nose grind because paul grund had one too yeah makes me want to go out and do one that's a troubleshooter's trick man (laughs) (laughs) the tactical manual i can i can never get it all the way around like i think you just gotta like throw your shoulders around super hard yeah i think you gotta well unless you're doing it around like a 15 foot curved ledge in Paris, I think it's, yeah, you got to get up all the way. And like when you're in, you got to be turning out of it. Yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah. I've never done that trick in my life. You done that one Templeton? No, I've, I've done half cab crooked grind. I've done backside nose grind revert, but never put it all together. Dang. But I, maybe the squad goals, squad goals for 2023. Yeah. If this was Vent city, Cab nose grind would be the uh, the trick of the week. Are they still doing that? I, they forgot last uh, last episode. Speaking of friends, I thought it was interesting to see who they were hanging out with. Uh, there was Yalte did a trick at Yarmers, and Alex Olson was there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Alex Olson!" <laughs> like it, it, like it just struck me as like, man, I haven't thought about that guy in a long time. Right? When did that happen? Yeah, that that footage must have been pretty old. Wasn't there a, also a sushu trick at uh, Pyramid Ledges? Was that switch back tail, switch backside flip? Was it sushu? He's not in the credits. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that was sushu. I, I think 
I think that was, it might have been some Swedish guy. felt like the credits with the guest skaters was incomplete, but I could completely be wrong about that. Yeah, I got to I gotta check because for some reason I thought it was this guy Philip Almquist from Malmo because he posted on Instagram and I don't know. I, I got it. Yeah, I got to go back and check. That would make sense. I'm, I'm trusting you on that one more than more the than old Malmo connection. But yeah, Kyle Wilson was in there too. Did like a switch at the beginning. Who was it? was Caleb in there? Caleb Barnett for a second, just like popped up. Alva was yeah, there. there was some... Salva. Oh, Salva. Oh, Salva. Yeah, not Alva. Oh yeah, not 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 Malva. <laughs> yeah. Damn, yeah, dude, they were know. skating with their homie's dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, Salva is Jesse Alva's uh, dad. Yep. That you know, darn skate industry nepotism. I'll tell you. Second gen, baby. Dang, oh, we got we got skate dads, skate sons in here. But um, yeah, I mean, for, when I saw that, I was like, "Who's this old guy or whatever?" But I guess it's, it was he was like in on the session. I guess. I know we touched on Oski, and you guys uh, just cribbing from your notes were saying like that that was the proper amount of Oski footage. Yeah, uh, that was fine. Transi- transition footage isn't really my cup of tea. So that one little part, like the one those where where is that uh that half pipe anyway, like under the bridge? That's a crazy setup. Hell yeah, right that's uh that's under the St. John's Bridge. I think it's gone now, but yeah, that little section was really sick. And like oh yeah, like, I don't really like that kind of skating, but the like backside air tail scrape on the wall, one eighty back out, like that was fucking sick. That was a that was a Portland thing that ramp. Yeah. Oh, speaking speaking of Portland, I want to ask you this. Over the summer, like Emil became infamous when let me let me pull up the tweet here. <laughs> when the the mayor of Portland like retweeted some newspaper report about Emil getting uh, busted for writing. What's like the vibe on the street in Portland about that and the mayor and shit? Uh the mayor is generally not loved here in Portland. <laughs> so yeah, I, I <laughs> I think that's the general vibe is the mayor is not loved, even though there was some good roof roof skating in, in this one from Emil and friends. I mean, if you're going to skate a roof, like roll off it, you'd better 360 onto the roof and then roll off it because I'm pretty tired of people rolling off roofs. Not, I, I think I've gone on record as saying that's not a trick. Oh, it's just like dropping in on a roof? Yep, rolling off the roof into a driveway there. <laughs> I don't know why you got the spinning only too. That's like, did. yeah, only Lance Mountain can do that. Yeah, yeah it was a good trick in 1984, but we've kind of moved past it. <laughs> after that, who did that like crazy one? And like, oh, it got damn like we, in that video. We are blood. It was in like Dubai or something. <laughs> oh yeah, you remember that? Clint someone, Walker, someone dropped, I think. Yeah, one of those guys dropped in on like a it's like a skinny like roll skinny ass ledge on the side of a roof with like a 50 foot like drop or whatever yeah it was like an arch kind of yeah, yeah yeah some shit like that yeah i'll tell you what cody davis will find like some church with a 50 foot transitioned roof and he'll roll in <laughs> on that and that's usually pretty sick midwestern suburban churches have some ill roofs yeah that, roofs? that's i roofs? feel like that's kind of just like uh architecture appreciation it's not as much about the trick yeah yeah i just don't want to see you on some like garage in a neighborhood right funny sidebar about midwestern skating midwestern church roofs a guy i used to work with runs or is part owner of the brand drink water it's like a snowboard brand 
and they'd gotten a write-up in, I think, the, either the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal, and they, they sent a photo of somebody riding on a, a church roof, and after the story ran, the folks from the church like wrote to drink water and were like, hey, you guys are skating on our, or like snowboarding on our roof. I don't know if they were like asking for like reparations or some, something, but they, uh, they made note that they had seen it. Speaking of that kind of shit, I like how Pontus put the note at the end. Like, if you want compensation, you know, send us an email. I wonder how that's going. Like, I wonder, anybody hit him up? He did, he, I don't know. He did the same thing for... Uh, yeah, and we blew it. In two, yeah, 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 two videos ago. Or probably the last video, because that was when he used uh, that narrative Michael Walden song from Hocus Pocus. But that would be funny if someone wrote and be like, hey, uh, I'm the bassist in sub-society and used our song. <laughs> Like work something out, like send me a box or something. Yeah, like a lot is, of the basis probably doesn't have any real control over the music. It's like owned by some licensing company or something. Like yeah, I, I don't know. Not like a lot of those songs, they were just like demos and shit. Like I don't think Sub Society ever came out with a with a real record. I'm just thinking of like the kind of classic. Like I don't know. This is the this is the kid trying to get a discount at the skate park mode, but it's like. Hey man, hey Pontus, Tony, Tony Meg like gave us fifty boards. What you gonna give us? <laughs> it's like it's like if you got a lawyer, like the retainer for the lawyer would be like ten times as much as you would ever, you know what I mean, recoup. So actually, if, if like you got paid in big boys, you got paid in big boys. We're gonna pay you in depop that shit. Or deep, is that you. the right thing to do? I don't even know. I got paid I think in big that boys. Is. That reminds yeah. me, I gotta look at Depop for the best pants ever. Haven't found any on eBay. Can I ask a question? And um, again, I, I I asked the internet this earlier, but like Dane Brady, you Templeton have confirmed that he's a real person. <laughs> I have seen him skate once. Okay, IRL. Like, did, he's he's ridden for Polar. I would love to know like the background of Dane Brady, Polar skateboards, Pontus Alve. Have the two ever met face to face? Yeah, Dane Brady, Polar did a trip to New York early in Polar's history, and Dane Brady was there as like a flow kid. This was the one where they had a shopping cart and like had like the sheet of metal and like a pipe for like jams, and like they're cruising around the city like doing all this shit, and Dane Brady was on that trip. So I'm sure they've met. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was way early. Yeah, that was in, like, the first couple of years. That must have been, like, when they came out with those, like, Polar Converse. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'll link it in the okay. show notes, obviously. I don't know how people skate in chucks um, like these guys do. Like, I, I got them once in fourth grade. I couldn't even play kickball in them. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. Yeah, they're terrible. But aren't they skate chucks? Like, engineered for skating? Yeah, yeah. They, they might have, like, the Zoom the zoom insoles or something like that or some different uh, tooling or whatnot. Why haven't they put out a shoe called a skate chuck? That sounds tight. <laughs> I don't know. Skate they haven't chuck. had the right uh, creative minds. What are they called? I think they're called, like, CTS or something. Probably. I don't know. Nobody yeah, I don't know what they call them. Man. Some, skate some chucks. Some yeah. shit like that. I don't know How why much? they call it Converse Cons either, like the fuck is that just call it converse skateboarding converse super well it's like how um i'm i'm actually stealing again from someone on the internet but like vans does their skate line so i'm gonna walk into the van store 
and bum out some teenager by asking for some skate skate highs. <laughs> skate, 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 skate. Uh, speaking of shoes and whatnot, Emil, <clears throat> um, like the breakout star of this video, also had the best shoes. Like, he had, when he did that line, like the double set and the front side flip, I don't know what those were. Those are some crazy Nikes, probably. And he also was getting some blue, like baby blue Jordan 5s. I feel like Quarter Snacks could do a really good piece on Emil and his shoes. <laughs> yeah, we blew it at some point. He was skating some weird shit in there, too. Yeah, just like a top 10 Emil shoes, you get fucking, <clears throat> you know, a studio shot of the, the shoe like from the Nike website or whatever. Get a little gif of the trick and a couple words from Emil. Like, is he hooked up by Nike? And is he the one person who's making... Maybe maybe the only other person in the running with him is, like, Gino for making full use of the Nike back catalog as far as, like, the potential for just skating in odd shoes. I, I'm sure he's hooked up by Nike. I know he he's like friends with the former, uh, friends on Instagram, I should say, with the former, the guy who used to run Nike SB and used to run Jordan. So I'm sure he was getting hooked up through that. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's interesting that he doesn't really wear skate shoes. Yeah, I wonder if you live in Portland and you're on the Nike program, if you could just Call him up and say like, "Hey, call up. Hey, you mind if I come up there to Beaverton and just kind of look around, take some weird shit?" Man, I'll tell you, it does not run like that. Having been <laughs> oh, <over> okay. there, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're very tight with their like samples and shit like that. Uh, okay, it's not like the World Warehouse where you can just like back up your Civic <laughs> and like come. Hell no! Yeah, they, they probably don't even have that many shoes mm-hmm. over there, like or as many as you'd think. That was excellent use of the Honda Civic. Trump. Yeah, it's like it's like how many pairs of dunk how many pairs of dunks can you fit in a Civic before it completely breaks the suspension? Probably a whole lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm reminded that there was almost at one point in time a Platinum Seagulls dunk. Holy shit! Really? I mean, this is like 15 years ago, but it was it was more than a glimmer in our eyes, our collective eyes. Like, damn! I made I did a mock up of a frozen carbonate dunk. Damn. Sick. Our, our Platinum Seagulls dunk probably would have been really shitty and I'd be like bummed on it now because we'd have made it really bad. But yeah, but Carbonite dunk wasn't sick. Mine was like, just real quick, I just took like a plain white dunk, like white with, with a white swoosh. I like paint, spray painted the sole black and then I stenciled a little like 23 on, on the side. On the heel was like a paint pen with like black laces and that was it. So it's like a, a Sal Jordan 23 on the side? Absolutely, yeah. That was what I was uh, going for. Yeah, yeah, man. That would have uh, <laughs> killed the Platinum Seagulls dunk. We need a mostly dunk. If anybody over at uh, I'll, I'll tell you, Nike is listening. I know we're kind of like we're we're now talking about hypothetical shoes. Anything else we missed on the video? Jamie Platt was red. I wasn't familiar with his skating. Yeah, he was probably the most like current skater in terms of like you know just urban trip, you know urban creative type skating yeah very I sick I, I think the the pro announcement was also pretty handled really cool and i can't imagine what that must have felt like for jamie like i'm i'm anti pro surprise but this i think was actually very cool oh wait that was oh i thought it was like after effects or something they actually physically put a sign on a double decker bus no no i'm i'm saying He's he found out at the premiere. He's watching the video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like I can't. Yeah, that is... Also, it's got to feel weird to be like, shit, I'm pro, and now I got to sit through the rest of this video. <laughs> <laughs> when I just want to go dance around. Yeah. Um. The the filming from ahead. I'm pretty sure that was. I wrote his name down, and now my notes are failing me. Torstrom. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm 99% sure that he's responsible for like the Yalti lines and other dudes where it's. I mean, they're hauling ass, going down ramps and stuff, filming like half backwards. Like that is just so cool. Yeah, dude, like, the Paul Grund half cab with the Eiffel Tower yeah. in the background, and like you don't know there's a bank there until fuck, so good. Well, and I think what makes these these videos so special is like Pontus is doing the editing, but then you know you get that level of videography. I'm I'm not even calling them filmers. For filming and videography, like you get that, then you get a vision, like an actual vision of how this video is gonna look, sound, feel. You know, they, they I, I haven't listened to or watched the video with headphones on, but you know, you've got the guy doing the sound mix and they're obviously color correcting, like it's just a high quality video, incredibly good. Yeah, amazing video. Thank you, Pontus. You guys check Twitter or Instagram tonight? Oh shit, we've got some late breaking news. Tyshawn Jones just got the cover of Thrasher magazine, kickflipping the famed subway station gap. Jason, does this mean Tyshawn has entered the Sodi chat? You remember in Game of Thrones when... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert if you haven't read or watched Game of Thrones, when Tyrion's like, I demand a trial for combat, that everyone's like, oh shit. And then like Oberyn Martell kind of leans forward and he's like, oh, this is going to get interesting. That's kind of like what this was. Like when this came out, I was like, "Oh shit, this is this is get this is gonna be interesting. This is gonna be some shit in the fourth quarter." What has Tyshawn been up to? You know what I mean? So obviously, this is all kind of orchestrated by Thrasher, but mm. that's kind of like what makes it interesting. It's the whole like content generating buzz. What the fuck is Tyshawn gonna drop? Then then what's uh, Louis gonna drop? It's like it's like a whole thing. So now we we gotta we gotta fight. We got we to fight here. Yeah, I'm looking now, and it, it, it's like Vegas is frozen. <laughs> all Vegas the Sodi betting lines. Like, they're just trying to... <laughs> they're, they're, they're just trying to figure out what's going on. It's funny, like, after the Louis part, everyone was like, Sodi. Like, on Instagram, like, just commenting like Sodi. Now everyone's like, same thing, just commenting Sodi. Like, king, crown, with the crown emoji <laughs> and stuff. So, you know, it's funny how, you know... Like they say on uh, you know all those sports shows, like prisoner of the moment. I'll be prisoner of the moment for a moment and ask, like Louis Lopez, fantastic skater. Has he done anything that's been like truly that extra extra? No. Where it's like, yeah. no. Thank no, you. No, no, thank no, you. No, th- no. I think he's got another part or two. He's got like a converse part with the the Thrasher cover in there, and probably some other heavy shit. No. And... Well, actually, yeah. The well, I would say that the. the thrasher cover once we see the footage is probably going to be like crazy extra like that yeah I, I think he's got a hammer part for fourth quarter but i feel like tyshawn also probably has a hammer part uh just like this morning i think ryan uh walker ryan tweeted that like he was saying tyshawn's gonna be sody just off of rumors that he's been hearing going around spots in new york and people are like oh tyshawn did this tyshawn did that the buzz is building i think I mean, that kickflip is, uh, I don't know, the photo's spectacular. 
It's not the first time I've learned that someone's uh, gotten on the tracks to shoot a photo, but I, I think it's Atiba who's like down. TJ is like squarely over like the far end of the railway gap. And um, yeah, there was some discussion of trying to suss out like how he even approached it. Incredibly good trick. I'm, I'm excited to see what's going what's gonna to happen next because even if uh, Louis Lopez hadn't quite like blown my mind to the extent that it seemed like a lock. I mean, that guy's that good where if there's two more parts or, you know, just a shoe sponsor part, like shit could get hectic. Yeah. It's shaping up to be a hectic Sodi season. There was also some, some chatter around a Pedro Delfino part that's supposed to be bonkers as well. So we'll, we'll see. It's, it's going to be an interesting Sodi season. Oh yeah. They, they love that guy over there. Yeah. He, he's got the insane terrain, uh, Oh yeah, corner of the market. He's 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 the Milton Sodi mode. TJ would be a you know nice nice two timer. Okay, here's a plot twist. Louis Lopez. What 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 strain of Sodi is he? He's just like people's champ kind of Sodi, right? He's yeah, I think so. Loved. All right. Yeah, like kind of like Carol in '94. Like he didn't do it. Carol '94 didn't do anything insane. Like I guess his part was his part that year. It was a goldfish. Actually, goldfish. That, was, that was a hell of a part. But, yeah, it was kind of like a people's champ type, type thing. Another strain of Sodi is, I guess, when someone just comes out and, like, completely comes out with three or four parts and just, like, blows doors on everybody. Mason. Yeah, M- Mason. Um, maybe, like, Mark Johnson. Brian Anderson was kind of like Contest. Yeah. That was when contests were big. So he had Contest yeah. plus, like, a part or two. Wes, Wes, Wes is weird because... I think that it was off of mostly vibes, but I think that year he he came up with like four or five parts or something crazy too. It still blows my mind that someone that rode for Royal Trucks won Sodi. <laughs> like I still think about that from time to time. Like how the but, fuck did that ever happen? Was that what shut down Mariano? No, I I, I don't know the Royal Trucks connection. No, I, I remember he was fucking with Royal Trucks at that time. Maybe like Independence or Thunders or something. He's on Thunder now, pretty sure. But no, I feel like yeah, the, his getting on Thunder was pretty recent. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, because he, he started Royal. he started Mariano and like uh, Rudy Johnson started Royal. I'm pretty sure. I think that's I think right. their company. Yeah, something okay. like that. Or maybe so, it was just Rudy. I don't know. So just thinking about the strains of Sodi, Sodi strains. What if they they really flip it? What if TJ has forced the Thrasher Mind Trust hand and we get Co Sodis this year? Sodi. Nah, no way. No, no. way. Skaters not, of the year? Not yet. It's always Shit. singular. I feel like if you if somebody was going to get skaters of the year, they'd have to have multiple shared parts or something. Yeah, Dang, that be, would actually. Yeah, someone probably skates to "You Got the Look" by Prince. You and, got uh, the Sheena look. Eastman. The the, uh, the long look uh, remix. Damn, the long look is remix. Then there was like Abe. Abe was. A lifetime achievement award, so he pretty much right. Legacy, legacy, like legacy part. Ave day one, Danny yeah, Way's day, second one. Yeah, yeah, Danny Way's second day one. You could say was a legacy Sodi. Like he only got, he only had that one part in Skate More, mm-hmm. which was crazy. This was like day one version, like 5.0 or whatever, like street day one. We, I was talking about this with buddies the other night, or a couple weeks ago so it was technically the other night but i think deca day one needs to be revisited just because <laughs> of how insane like 
inward heel flip, blunt slide down a 45-degree angled picnic table that drops like 16 feet on either side. That trick. Yeah, Deca Daywan was even like the the bench shit he did, like switch crooked grind on one bench to like crooked grind at another, like all that type of shit. Yep. Like just gap, like bounce over a gap. Yeah, like shit like fake fake Emmanuel to fake you three six flip over a gap to another manual, like I just made that up in my head, but that that type of shit. I'm sure he's done that before. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not doesn't sound out of the realm of uh, his bag of tricks. Well, so I want to know what these other TJ secret tricks are, because Walker Ryan said on Twitter once the uh, the photos surfaced that like that wasn't even part of what he'd been hearing about. Yeah, so there's, I'm sure there's NBDs on all the iconic New York spots. Untold hammers. Well, I know I'll be stoked when those untold hammers finally get told in a Thrasher video part. Uh, which brings us to the end of our show, where we talk about what we're stoked on. Jason, what are you stoked on this week? Venture Trucks out of San Francisco, California. The San Francisco Giants are not in the playoffs this year, but the San Diego Padres are. Actually, we were talking about San Diego before. And this weekend is Wild Card Weekend. Super stoked on the baseball playoffs starting. Also stoked on a little video from, I guess it's a clothing company called Always, or Always Do What You Should Do or something like that. Um, got some dudes on the team that you might have heard of, like Tom Snape, Kyle Wilson, some other British slash Australian slash New Zealand type of guys. That got a little video called Always Was, Always Will Be. Some footage in Biarritz. I know Patrick, Patrick isn't here, so I might not be pronouncing Biarritz. Uh, Biarritz, yeah, yeah, however you pronounce it. It's like Bia. Yeah, yeah, some shit like that. That place, uh, England, probably New Zealand. So Tom Snape is one of my favorite skaters. So it's good to see some footage from him. Stoked on that. Also, a little Instagram account called Lost in Paradise. It's two underscores, lost, underscore, in, underscore, paradise, followed by three underscores. It's just photos from Ibiza from like the 80s, 90s, and some from the 70s. Just like shit, like party photos from before Instagram that are cool to see if you're a fan of the whole uh, Ibiza uh, vibe. Sounds Mike, tight. what are you stoked? What's that? That sounds tight. Yeah, yeah. no, it's super tight. Definitely check it out. Mike, what are you stoked on this week? Lost in Paradise. Just followed that. Also stoked on, uh, I've been trying to watch as many movies as I can from and around 1990 or so. Amazon Prime, if you can find them, is decent for that. And there's like some on HBO Max. But um, gosh, I wish it, there was a better way to like use those platforms for finding things so i watched a movie called bad influence now i need to look up what year it's from i think it's 1990 yeah 1990 it's a roblo james spader vehicle that's a wild one couple couple nights in 1990s uh los angeles fantastic 90 minute movie i i i, I don't know if i highly recommend it but i like the escapism of just watching these old movies that actually like take place in the places that they say they're taking place. They're nice time capsules. That's the main thing. I am currently watching the Minnesota Timberwolves play the Los Angeles Lakers in Las Vegas. NBA preseason game. Oh, wow. Stoked how's, that. Uh, how's, how's, no, Pat Bev isn't on the team anymore. Dang. No, well, he's, he's on the Lakers. He's on the Lake Show. He's not playing tonight, but he gave uh, Anthony Edwards a big old hug. So no, uh, no bridges burnt. You love to, you love to see it. You love to see it. I'm I'm stoked on the uh, NBA season approaching, and I'm stoked on autumn biking. It's nice when it's cool out. Templeton, what are you stoked on this week? I 
uh, like Jason, am stoked on an Instagram account, but it is my own. I started a new separate Instagram account for my collages because that's what all the collage folks do. They have a separate account for their stuff. So now if you want to see what my collages look like, you can follow mostly.collage and see what that's all about. Does this mean you have officially stepped up your collage game? Uh, not really. I feel like my game's been pretty tight for a while. I'm just, ah, uh, mm, I don't mm. have to do Instagram for a job anymore. So I've got a little extra capacity there. That must feel good. It feels weird. Uh, having like been very connected to Instagram for the past, like, fuck, I don't know, seven, six years. So st- also stoked that I don't have to do Instagram for a job anymore. Uh, that's it for our show this week. Be sure to check out MostlySkateboarding.net for links and other show notes. Until next time, you can keep up with us all week online. Mike, where can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, same handle, at mmunzenrider. Jason, where can people find you on the internet? On the Twitter, at Carbonite1994. On the Instagram, at FrozenCarbonite. And writing stuff for Quartersnacks.com. New stuff coming soon. Templeton, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Mostly Skate and on Instagram at Mostly Skateboarding and now also at Mostly.Collage. So give that a follow and uh, see you next time. Later. I'm going to follow it right now. <laughs>